This is Monday, January the 23rd, and welcome to another week of Two Minutes. Our discussion for today will be taken from the book of Job, chapter 1, verses 1, and then verses 13 through 22, where it says, There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. Now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys feeding behind them, when the Sabaeans raided them and took them away. Indeed, they have killed the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another came and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, The Chaldeans formed three bands, raided the camels, and took them away. Yes, and killed the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in the oldest brother's house. And suddenly, a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house, and it fell on the young people. And they are dead, and I alone have escaped to tell you. There is this understanding that if we do the right thing, good things will come our way. Some use this thought and say, what we sow, that we will also reap. Job is one of the oldest and most challenging stories in the Bible. In verse 3 of this first chapter, it lists the vastness of Job's wealth and further states that he was the greatest of all the men of the East. Job had an ideal family consisting of seven sons and three daughters. Job feared God and shunned evil, an indication that his relationship with God motivated him to turn away from evil. Yet, despite his personal godliness, a terrifying succession of events took Job's children, his riches, his standing in the community, and finally his health. Even his wife encouraged him to curse God and die. The chief architect of Job's demise is revealed in verses 6 to 12 of this first chapter. What Job had no way of knowing is that Satan went into the presence of God and challenged the integrity of Job, accusing Job of only being faithful to God because he had put a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. This reveals that Satan has for now, access to the presence of God. In the book of Revelation, chapter 12 and verse 10, 
Satan is described as the accuser of the brethren, that is, the believer. This he does constantly, day and night. Satan wanted to prove that Job worshipped God not out of love, but because God had given him so much. He insists that the integrity of this upright man has never been tested. And in verse 11, he says to God, But now, stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. This conversation between God and Satan teaches us an important fact about God, that God is fully aware of every attempt by Satan to bring suffering and difficulty upon us. While God may allow us to suffer for a reason beyond our capacity to understand, he is never caught by surprise by our troubles. God is sovereign. His eternality provides the context by which he governs individuals and affairs within his creation. Nothing occurs outside his will or knowledge. God alone knew the purpose behind Job's suffering, and yet he never explained it to Job. In spite of this, Job never gave up on God, even in the midst of his suffering. He never placed his hope in his wisdom, his friends, or his wealth. Job focused on God. Job showed the kind of trust we are to have. When everything is stripped away, we are to recognize that God is all we ever really had and needed. God gives himself, but not all the details of his plans to those who put their trust in him through his son, Jesus Christ. We must remember that this life, with all its pain, is not our final destiny. And for those of us who have read the book of Job, we know how it ended. In Job chapter 42, verses 12 to 13 and 16 to 17, it says, So the Lord blessed Job, in the second half of his life, more than in the beginning. For now, he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also gave Job seven more sons and three more daughters. Job lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children. Then he died, an old man who had lived a long, full life. The story of Job teaches us to trust God in all circumstances, that he will replace the darkness of our existence with the light of his presence when we remain faithful to him. May God bless you.